Welcome to New Week, New Music. Today we're bringing you the third installment in our artist's entire discography ranking, today featuring Daft Punk. And this one's a little different in that we've elected to include two live albums, the Alive 2007 and Alive 1997 albums. And a movie soundtrack. And a movie soundtrack, true. True. Uh, Mostly just because the live experience is such a big part of the Daft Punk mystique. Yeah, and that's actually something I want to talk about. But first, our very special guest this evening. Returning guest. Would you like to introduce yourself? Hello, I'm Michelle. I've been here before. Yes, welcome back. First reoccurring guest. Didn't get enough shit the first time. (laughs) I mean... We're slipping. I live with at least one of what, them. What episode was <laughs> Selena Gomez and Apocalyptica? Yeah, it was yes. Selena Gomez and Apocalyptica. Yeah. That's right. Oh, those were dark days in the and music. Those were dark. That, that was part of like our string of like ten straight oh, episodes. Oh yeah, that was before COVID. Of like, yeah, that was before COVID. <laughs> yeah, it was. Yeah, that was a long oh, time ago. Oh, we were ago. all in the same room. We weren't six feet apart. Like <laughs> that was before the pandemic and uh, and and prior to the albums actually getting good. It feels like another yeah. era almost. Honestly, it does feel like a different time. It, yeah, it really, yeah. really does. Life was better, but music was objectively worse. <laughs> I don't know which one I want. It, it was back, back when new conditions music always bring out the best <laughs> artwork, or maybe it's just the fact that we started being more selective. I can't I, tell. Anyway, <laughs> uh, Daft Punk. So, uh, first of all, I'll ask, what was your guys' uh, experience with Daft Punk before we did so before we did the, the full discography list, virtually how familiar were you? Yeah, virtually zero for me. I had heard, you know, get lucky on the radio, um, harder, better, faster, stronger. I'm pretty um, sure people that didn't own a radio at the time still yeah. heard get lucky on the radio. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, um, besides those two tracks and maybe a couple others, I really had zero familiarity. I would say the only thing that was new to me was the Alive 97 soundtrack uh, live recording. The rest of it I listen to all the time. I wouldn't say that I was completely unfamiliar, but I definitely wasn't. I hadn't listened to the whole discography, but I was fairly familiar, especially with a couple albums I've seen uh, into Stella 5555, which mm-hmm. is fantastic. Yeah, no, I love that. And I, I'm definitely pretty much the same thing as you, Eric. Like, I'm, I was very, very familiar with Daft Punk's discography. Like, I, I was pretty comfortable like ranking all of these albums before even like doing a listen for this. Yeah, I, like, I, I'd heard it all so many times. And if for those of you that can see the wall behind me, I have one of their albums on the wall. Nice. I uh, th- something I thought I thought was actually interesting listening through it is because I I've, while I've certainly sat down and listened to all of these albums before, the one that I my go to was the Alive 2007 recording was. When I was listening to Daft Punk, that's usually what I would pick, and so it was it was interesting to rehear the original arrangements of some of those songs, mm-hmm. just because I'd I'd gotten so used to the Alive versions. And uh, and one one thing I want to say, and we're kind of on the topic now, and if this gets to be like, you know, uh, might be like too spoilery, we can bench this conversation for now. But um, you would, and Eric, you touched on this in the beginning when. Uh, you mentioned we're doing live recordings, which we hadn't done for one of these before, and we're also doing a movie soundtrack before, which are you know almost completely different mediums in some cases to like a standard album. Yeah, and at least for me, that made judging this more difficult than the last than both Kanye and Tool because I had to judge almost three different mediums. So I I, I am curious um, and. You know, without revo- revealing what what the outcome was, 
Did you guys decide to have different criteria? I, I know for me, I said, nope, I'm just going to look at it as a straight album. And if, say, the soundtrack suffers or succeeds being viewed as an album, I'm going to rank it on that merit. And the same with the live recordings. I just decided the only way I can do this is to treat them all as albums. How about you guys? Yeah. I also did the same thing. I, I would say I did the same thing because, you know, I, I just didn't know I any other like way was, to do it. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like that was too many variables to hold at the same time while also trying to make it like a cohesive ranking of everything mm -hmm. together. I did judge them differently. I, I kind of um, figured to you a would. certain extent, mm -hmm. um, like um, I, they obviously still all go through the same criteria I have for enjoying an album, but um, I did think like with Tron, like okay, this is a movie soundtrack. Like I can't judge it as an album because that's not what this is. Like at that point, it's you know judging a fish by its ability to climb a tree, so to speak. <laughs> Yeah, I, I agree to that's an extent fair. there. Yeah, that's that's totally fair. Yeah, but it, it was a lot of a lot of variables to, <laughs> to keep in track, and I don't. I, I'm just excited to see these. So I am too. Yeah, what, Do you guys I want to? We should yeah. get going. Yeah, I'm, I'm ready yeah, to okay, dive into this unless there's something else you guys want to want. To no, add. the only thing I was going to say. I mean, in the past, we've talked a little bit about our overall experience with the artist. Did you mm -hmm. like? Did you want to go through like why this was one of your choices? Like oh. in the first place, like what, like what draws you to Daft Punk? Like why, why are we here today? The bangers. I mean, Daft Punk are legends, man. The straight bangers across the entire yeah. discography yeah. is what draws I me mean, to that's Daft a, Punk. Yeah, <laughs> that's a fair answer. I think yeah. what draws me to Daft Punk is just how monumentally influential they are. Like mm -hmm. you can see the influence that Daft Punk has had on so many different artists across so many different genres. Like Daft Punk has kind of surpassed just being an electronic music band and it's just yeah uh it's kind of i feel like daft punk is um similar to what you were saying about the uh the bach by uh what's her name uh wendy uh, carlos oh uh, yeah. yeah uh switched on bach by wendy carlos mm -hmm. i think daft punk uh they're kind of the reason why electronic music is seen as a legitimate art form these days. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. I mean, there's obviously there's a ton of other people that have contributed that have that. contributed. Um, I would maybe caveat it that I think Daft Punk has been slightly more influential in live electronic music, maybe than recorded just because I mean, I mean, obviously the recorded stuff stands greatly, but I don't know that their their influence is quite as wide there as it was and just really perfecting the modern live electronic act. Everybody mm -hmm. is taking cues from what Daft Punk were doing. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah it definitely and, seems like they have a mystique to them that's like kind of larger than life. Obviously, they've got mm -hmm. the, the costumes where I no mean, one really knows what, what they... What other artist of this level of legend could you ride the subway with and have no fucking idea? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. totally. Like, I'm like, I'm, I, I would, were wearing wearing their, I would uh, say I'm a huge masks. Daft Punk fan, and I don't even know what they look like. I have Not no fucking... Little. And it doesn't I, even I looked matter. Up, I looked up yeah. an image I actually did see, but but I forgot. Like, I'm going to remember them by the, by the <laughs> get-up. Um, yeah. One more thing I wanted to add, uh, kind of on top of, like, with Daft Punk kind of being the, the duo that legitimized um, electronic music and the impact they had. Do you guys remember when Skrillex won his Grammys back when we were in, like, high school? His acceptance speech of that was basically just, why isn't this Daft Punk? 
I mean, uh, fair. Yeah. Right. <laughs> like, yeah. He ain't wrong. Th- they're the entire reason I'm a thing. They should have been right. memorialized as being like the first electronic artists yeah. at way this before. level way before I did. And then they did go on and win a few Grammys with Random Access Memory, so that's good. But it, but it was mean, just really funny to see Skrillex up there being yeah. like... Like, don't get me wrong, <laughs> I'm pumped. Yeah. But also, what the fuck? I mean, yeah. you, like the mask thing too, like, you know, Dead Mouse, Marshmallow. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's a big thing. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, so then at that note, I believe we will we'll dive in to our first album, which is uh, number seven. There's seven total. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, seven total. Okay. That's correct. Right. Yep. Number seven. We got seven. Okay. So uh, none of us agreed. <laughs> no, that's not surprising. <laughs> um, so, so okay, me... so I got Human After All, Ben with Alive 97. That's interesting. Uh, Eric with Homework, Show with Tron. Okay, um, yeah, nothing here. I'm going to go ahead and preface this by saying there was absolutely no possible configuration here that I would have any strong disagreement with. Like, there's I, not I a think physical... Homework is a pretty spicy take. <laughs> homework okay yeah i mean i definitely yeah. don't agree with it oh. but at, at the same time i'm I, not like aggressively yeah. angry at anyone yeah i'm not aggressively like, this, angry at this, this group point. was I mean, so consistent with what they produced my low that, level like it's hard like for me seven. to <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah yeah it also does not surprise me at all that you picked that eric i think but anyway we'll get into the justification later yeah. but yeah we will all right number six six oh ben Oh, Michelle. Oh, Eric. Oh, we'll get into that later. Uh, oh, we're going to throw talk hands. About. <laughs> I, I, I yeah, think I it's very important here to point out the very, very, very distinct difference between ranking Alive 97 sixth and Alive 07 sixth. <laughs> oh, those... we're, we're going to. This is the one thing that would have made me angry. <laughs> Actually, no, there's there's two things that would have made me angry, and this is one of them. Oh, boy. I, I think. I think one thing that made me angry actually happened just right now in that how are you not going to rank homework in alive 97 very similarly that was their only album when we'll, they did alive yeah 97 we'll recordings. get into that i do want to talk about that when we <laughs> I talk mean, they're about different justification for sure, but yeah like that's wild to me all right I, anyway. I get i get what you're saying but i i do also want to defend my position i am officially pissed there's a, off there's a criteria <laughs> there's a, clearly a criteria uh a philosophy difference here but i i think i yeah. see where ben is coming from michelle you're just wrong <laughs> yeah, I, I I don't do not understand how you have Alive ninety seven above two thousand seven at all. Ugh. We'll get there. Uh, okay, Ben, I definitely get where you're coming from now. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, it's starting to make sense, right? <laughs> ben, Ben, I, Michelle, I you put like... ninety seven at the top, didn't you? No. I will, oh, I will throw hands up. Wait, I was supposed to tell you that. <laughs> Spoiler alert! Your phones right now. (laughs) (laughs) Give me the ring back. Put put nine one one on speed dial. (laughs) Um, But yeah, um, other than that, yeah, there's nothing particularly spicy here. Yeah, Uh, with Alive ninety seven, Ben and Eric with Tron. I flipped the Alives. Did you? Yeah, I flipped the Alives. 
that was supposed to be nice. I mean, Michelle, we, I'm not judging you. I mean, it, it, you don't have no, to no, no. use it as a... Co- uh, I apologize. All right. Just be <laughs> no, honest No, that actually makes a lot of sense. No, uh, I... I'm coming down I, I wanted to tell point. everyone now before we kept going and everyone started yelling about that. Well, I mean, we, that's, uh, let's just fix it right now, then. <laughs> okay. There we go. Ah, and now the list is in a, a very much more respectable okay. state. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Ben still has Tron Legacy over Alive 2007. Yeah, so I can't agree with that. That, that is all. unacceptable, in my opinion. <laughs> I, I I get it. I think I think I get it, but... I, I don't agree, but I think I can understand it. In I don't think I get it. I'm going to need context. an explanation. I, I, I def- ben, you're going to have to explain yeah, yourself. Yeah, I'll explain. We'll get there. Come on, guys. We'll get there. All right. Okay. All right. Next up, number four. Um, I don't particularly disagree with anything. Ben, you put human after all pretty high. Um, uh, yes. Eric still hasn't yep. even put it, so I guess. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. He hasn't either. Yep. Uh. So yeah, I, I don't know. Um, Again, I have, Eric I have zero. Also, first showing random access memories. Yeah, I am actually a, along I'm a with little the surprised on that. people at Rate Your Music who have but, impeccable yeah, taste. <laughs> usually, uh, usually I'm the uh, the uh, the follower, the uh, yeah, the contrarian. Um, but I don't. You were definitely the follower for Kanye, but yeah. you were definitely not the follower for Tool. That's true. Um, all right. Anyway, all right. So next up, number three. We got oh Ben, <laughs> that's a spicy one. That oh Ben, is it? Let me see. Ben, you, you were guys just making me it. so more and more mad. You got oh no, you guys don't have oh so, so you think it's the best? Okay, interesting. All right, all right. Ben, you're not about to do it, are you? All right, we'll see. <laughs> are we about to have the the Eric Eric top Ben bottom or switch those? <laughs> we might. All right, so the, the we'll final see. two. Wow, Ben. Wow. I, that doesn't surprise me, Ben. That, actually, that surprises uh, yeah. me. As someone that loves that album, that surprises me. Again, like, we'll go into that. I mean, who wants to lead off with their justifications? Do you want me to start, or... Uh, I kind of want no. you to start because of where you place Tron Legacy over both No, I'll guys. start because we'll, we'll just go yeah. left to right. Okay. Yeah, um, that's probably smart. Okay, so uh, at number seven, I got Human After All. The reason I put this this low is because to me this album is the least complete album and the least Daft Punk album Um, Mm -hmm. my complaints about this album are very similar to the uh, Fiona Apple record from earlier this uh, year where I said like there's a lot of really good ideas on there but they don't seem fully fully worked fleshed out uh, fleshed out yeah because that that's exactly how i feel about this this about human after all a lot of really great ideas but didn't come together as well as they could have and as well as they did on alive 2007 yeah um, at sixth place i have tron legacy to me it, this is just not that not all that enjoyable of a listen uh the reason why i put it above human after all is because i do think it is a really really good film score yeah no but it's just there. not something i particularly like would seek yeah. out like oh no i totally see where you're coming from there yeah like it's you know it's a film score it has a lot of film score elements like it's yeah it's daft punk but it's also a film score yeah mm-hmm. and so i i put it uh, i didn't put it at the bottom because i do think it is a great film score it's definitely the best part of that movie 
Yeah. But <laughs> I saw bits and pieces of the movie. It was not right uh, there. Yeah. Yeah. I, I would probably rather listen to human after all than Tron legacy. But to me, just because I do think Tron legacy is such a success at what it's trying to be that I, I couldn't put it at the bottom. Right. Um, then uh, next at fifth place, I have alive 1997, uh, just a, a really, really good live record, live electronic record. And it's just really, really fun to listen to. The quality and, and like fidelity of the recording is not nearly as good just because it is, you know, a live record from the 90s. But it got it just has that that small venue feel to it. And it's so such a great listen. And I, I was very surprised with how much I enjoyed it. Next up, I have homework, which I think is, is a truly great album. Honestly, um, the worst album on here, I think, is I think is still a great record. I don't think yeah. Daft Punk's put out anything that's not truly great. Um, Maybe but, and homework is score. just such a definitive like first album. And yeah, they it, really hit the just, ground running with that. Yeah. yeah, and there's so many great tracks on there. And all in all, it's just just a really, really fucking good record. Now, at number three, I have my 2013 album of the year, Random Access Memories. Fuck, I love this track. I love this album. I love this album so much. Um, like I said, it's my 2013 album of the year. One of my favorite albums of all time. And I just, it's just like a wonderful jazz space odyssey. And it's just such a fun listen. Um, I mean, Get Lucky is absolutely overplayed to hell, but it's still a good song. I think Contact is one of my favorite album closers of all time. Touch is another one of my favorite songs mm, ever. Touch is great. On that song, it, yeah. uh, on that album, it's just on, it's just front to back amazing. Like the worst parts of Random Access Memories are still pretty fucking good. And I think when the album first came out, it just got way too hated because it wasn't what Daft Punk traditionally was. Because it's definitely a new direction compared to what their music before that was. But it's to me, it's still so Daft Punk, even if it is a new style. Yeah, yeah. no, it's very, it's it's both um, kind of a departure from their other stuff, but also very distinctively them. I feel like that kind of captures Daft Punk in essence, though. Like, they've always been experimental. They've never been afraid to try something mm-hmm. brand new. And they kept up with that theme with random access memories and yeah not everyone liked it, especially at first but it's still mm-hmm. very quintessentially deaf yeah and i think people have really come around to it and like i've learned to love it for what it is mm-hmm. it's aged very well i think yeah, oh it's popular, aged it's yeah. aged incredibly well um anyway um alive 2007 uh i think this might be the best live album of all time like snm would be my only other contender What's the the Eric Clapton one that's super famous? Clapton oh, comes alive. Clapton yeah, comes alive. Uh, that yeah, that's another one. Um, there, there's a few up there, but I I really think Alive 2007 might be the best what, live album. Was there a Clapton time. comes alive? Because a Frampton comes alive. Frampton was, comes alive. Not yeah, okay. Yeah, it was like Frampton comes alive. Sorry, I realized I I went along with the uh, uh, with the bandwagon and I was totally wrong. I, say, I yeah. know there's some popular <laughs> Clapton live albums but i'm not sure which one you're picking it just came out of my mouth and i uh yeah yeah. (laughs) you're like wait wait a minute but anyway it's to it it's just a tremendous live performance and if i could go back in time to any one concert and go to it it'd probably be that one because it's just so fucking good and then at my number one spot discovery it 
might be like this album is in my opinion the best electronic music album of all time i, I know it is a bit of a uh i guess a normie pick for that title but as i've admitted on the show many times i am an electronic music normie but uh i think it's just a truly truly incredible album and uh nothing nothing in the electronic music realm has reached uh the heights that discovery has before discovery or since discovery and now comes to you ben who has some fucking explaining to do. <laughs> i, I, I right. think i get this i i think i get it tell me what you think well yeah you tell me what you think i'll tell you if you're right how's that i mean you're just one of those horrendous people that hates live music i mean yeah <laughs> oh, oh, no, 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 well, well, just leave <laughs> off the second part of that statement. You'll have no, I mean, I, I, I can get this if you decide that the live music isn't quite as good as the... It's it's not even that. So, so here's how I went into it. And let me preface everything by saying that this was one of the most difficult, like, ranking decisions I've ever had to make in my life. Maybe the most difficult. The difference in quality between my number one pick and my least favorite pick is pretty minuscule i had a really 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 hard time uh ranking these because i thought everything was i don't think i love this band as much as you guys do but i definitely liked it and every album that i listened to was like oh yeah that's really solid and i felt that way about everything that i listened to and so i mean i i, I even uh like started ranking each song to get like a mathematical basis for it <laughs> and like like here's an example like of what i came up with like like the average track rating album i've got a 71.8 on homework 71.1 on discovery this out of 100 70.4 on human after all uh 69 on tron 70.5 on random access memories like that's and even then like that didn't help me at all because they're all so close i still had to have the subjective stuff come in so like it was super duper hard for me the reason that i put a live 97 well first of all the reason i put the live albums at the bottom it's not because I'm against live music. I actually love live music, but for me, I feel like I would only get that like great experience either if I was there or if I had like a video or like I felt like I was there. And for me, I generally preferred the studio sound better. I feel like I was more receptive to that. Um, like the more, you know, uh, procured sound that was really clean. I, I just didn't quite do it for me. That's not saying that those albums aren't great, because I know they are. It was just for me, I didn't get quite as much out of them as I did the the studio stuff. I think it's it's a spicy take, but it's not indefensible. Yeah. Oh, and the other reason too um, is because like as amazing as Live 2007 was with like putting like meshing the songs together, which I was super impressed by. I was like, okay, I've already heard the songs in their original form, and I just generally enjoyed them a little bit more then. That's the know. thing that I, don't I know have if that's a really a... hard time with for ranking the the Alive albums is if I look at them as albums, I mean, yeah, I mean, they're expertly composed, but they aren't original music in the sense, right? right? So I, I, I honestly think that's I, what I struggle with here. I think I get yeah. it. And I'm not, I, I don't, don't even like know it, if my, I, get it. I don't even know if I'm confident in my like ranking philosophy there. Like maybe I should have looked at it a different way. But for me, it's like, yeah, like I'm, I just have to rank the original thing better than the redo of it because it's the original i don't i don't know if that's I mean, right i or definitely not, uh see that opinion i think uh alive 2000 the live albums at the bottom i do think is more defensible 
There is one pick on here that I think is completely indefensible. It's okay. time. <laughs> <laughs> Tron Legacy. Defend yourself. <laughs> no, there. Uh, oh, no, no, that's no, not the, the one I'm talking Discovery, about. Discovery, I think, is what you're talking about. I think about. Discovery is okay. a pretty indefensible pick. Okay. <laughs> I actually have to agree with that. So too, yeah, then we. So I got Alive '97, then Alive '2007, then Tron Legacy. Again, um, I really thought it was solid, but like it felt more film scory to me than it did like original Daft Punk. Although you could definitely tell, you know. Their yeah, influence. Which I suppose might be a little unfair because that's exactly what it is. Like, I know it, it is unfair, but it had like, a very it's a hard here. It did, and it's yeah. But I mean, it's if we're going to compare it in the same yeah ranking yeah. system, like it, it, something has to give. Like yeah. I, I give it points for being a movie score, but that only does so much. <laughs> and and, and bef- let me backtrack. Alive ninety Alive two thousand seven is amazing. Like the way the songs are like meshed together like that so cleanly, and so I'm sure they wrote them to be like that in the first place, but. Uh, super impressive stuff. So let me let me get that on the table there. That, that, that I, I don't really I don't think they wrote that like that. I just think really? they're just really fucking talented. Yeah, honestly. Well, I in think that they... case, that's probably even more impressive. Especially because uh, Human After All is just so different than everything else up to that point. Yeah, with yeah. how experimental they are, I can't imagine them like planning something like that in the future because I so I'm much of their that music. Point, but I'm going to argue that point on my turn. Yeah, so All much right. of their music just feels like. It's an impulse that they expand upon and they just build and build and build until it's a song, an album. And I think that it's just incredible what they were able to do by meshing them together like that and making them sound like they were meant to be together. Right. And then, okay, so I've got Human After All next. Um, And I thought, you know, really solid album like everything else. Um, It's a lot more kind of straightforward um, than their other stuff, I thought. Um, probably a little less experimental, a little less emotive, but still some really good tracks. Like Human After All is great. Um, Robot Rock's fun. Mm-hmm. Prime Time of Your Life. Uh, Make Love was really beautiful. That was kind of the the standalone, like really beautiful song in the album. Where most of the other stuff was just kind of straightforward. So it felt a little bit out of place. And I think like conceptually, this album was probably not quite as well put together, but still really solid. Um, then I've got Discovery in the number three spot. And, and I went into this one, um, I deliberately tried to not, um, like look up rankings or anything like that. Cause I wanted to go into it like as unbiased as possible, which is not something I've done. Usually I, I look at stuff just cause I can't help myself, but this one was like, okay, I just want to see what I come up with. Um, and it's a great album and I had a hard time ranking Discovery, uh, homework and random access memories. I think. I had a really hard time sorting those out, but this ended up in the third spot, uh, but it's really good. Um, uh, Harder, Better, Faster, Stronger, I think is one of the best songs they've come out with. Crescendals is really, really fucking cool. Something oh, you could just throw a dart name out a of board and yeah, name a <laughs> yeah. song off the record. No, and, you're probably right, but uh, those were a few that, uh, Something About You, um, like which is like just like us. a straight love song, which is just gorgeous. Ben says, I can and I am about to. um yeah yeah, and it ends really i mean it's a great album um it's it's uh yeah something cool about this stuff like the beginning and the second part um it kind of changes tones which i thought was pretty cool like in the beginning it's more high energy and a little more like plasticky sound sounding not in a bad way or anything but as the album progresses it becomes like a lot more smooth and somber sounding and i thought i thought they executed the transition really well because some albums like do that but they 
it just like loses momentum. But I felt like this one had a really, really good transition that was that made sense. And I put homework uh, in the second spot. Um, I guess I just have a thing for like like raw like first time efforts. Like maybe it's why I liked uh, Tool's first album so much. Like there's something about like just the super raw and garagey sound of a band's first attempt that if they accomplish it, um, I think the sound of homework, you know, you don't hear that on any of the other albums, so it kind of stands out. But it also sounds really intentional, um, even if it's not as refined as the other ones. I really like that, just the energy I, of it. Like, you know, you mentioned Tool's first album. You mentioned Homework. I, I think like Kill 'Em All from Metallica. I, I think mm-hmm. there is something to that where it's not going to be the most popular pick, but there definitely is something to that. We don't have a ton of money to throw at this album yet. Right. Kind of sound where it's like this is our sound that we can achieve on a first album kind of budget. This is our first raw hungry attempt. We don't have the contacts. This is our music. There's something compelling about that. And yeah, I don't think you'll make a lot of friends with that take, but I I do think there's, there's something there. And yeah, there's definitely, yeah. I mean, and and I love just like the, the hungry sound a band has when they're before they're famous, like before they have a ton of production money. Um, Something about it just really appeals to me. And, And homework is just, it's the most like club sounding um, album. It's it's just the most like fun I think to listen to. It's and French house, Ben, not club. French Jesus. house, Jesus Christ. <laughs> the shit, right, Ben? It sounds like a salad dressing. All right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> homework but, is yeah, salad no. dressing confirmed. <laughs> no homework's uh, <laughs> homework's like some thick like ranch like just goodness. Thick, creamy, with two thick C's. And meaty. Mm. <laughs> it's like the EG's ranch of. Um, <laughs> club music. It is the All EG's right. ranch. Fuck you, both people that um, don't live in Mostly because they're both <laughs> fucking amazing. <laughs> and it, this album, yeah, I mean, it's super fun, and it does have um, probably my second favorite Daft Punk song, which is Revolution 909. Mm. I don't know song. why I like it so much, but um, I just really like it. And I ended up putting Random Access Memories as my number one. And again, like, I honestly think these three albums could have gone any other anybody like there's a in another universe I would have discovery as my number one um, but I did end up putting this as my number one uh, because I think it's like the most evocative most emotional I mean it is like by far the most emotional um, album they put out and like really really beautiful at some points um, I think it comes out of the gate um, with a totally different energy than all the other albums and so it kind of stands out for that reason. And I, I think generally I wasn't a big fan of like the singing parts in some of the other albums. I thought it was kind of hit and miss, but I thought the vocal stuff on this album was really good for the most part. Um, so like, you know, give life back to music. Uh, the game of life is really cool. Um, Giorgio is a pretty cool song. Like at first I was like uh, a little skeptical about the choice to just have the, uh, the feature there, just like in the interview. Um, Mm-hmm. But I, I love that. It's re- I think they pulled it off really well, and it's cool because the song just kind of it's like going through the creative process as a song, and and the instrumental parts that build up are, are really really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I, I think it's a, I think it's a great choice. For it sure, is a highlight. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it was a, it was a gamble. But yeah, I feel they, like it's really hard to kind of incorporate a, an interview into a song like that and be successful at it and not just being kind of weird yeah. and out of place especially mm-hmm. as the third track on the album like i've heard a mm-hmm. few like like uh like the kendrick lamar albums like at the end they'll have stuff like that but but this is 
not something that's fairly you've early. come across. Yeah. yeah, it's the third track. I mean, but it was really good. Um, I do. This album definitely has some flaws. I think it's a little too long. I think it would benefit from being, you know, more in the hour range rather than an hour fifteen or whatever it is. And the song "Doing It Right," uh, I think, would, might be my least favorite song out of anything I listened to. But other than that, it's really, really good. Yeah. I will I will take this moment to tell one of my favorite stories about this album. <laughs> yeah. Let's um, do it. <laughs> so um Oh and Touch. Back- the song Touch. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. One more thing. Yeah. With oh, the no. horn. If you want to talk about on, touch, I'm cool because I The horns on touch are mm, out of this world. Tell me what you see. Because that song, like I the first few minutes, you don't really know like what it's gonna be, and then it just builds up to that almost like I don't even know, just some sort of like Christmassy magical explosion of jazzy sounds that yeah, are, oh, that's it's so, so good it's such yeah. a beautiful song and yeah. i love it. anyway sorry brandon but, Go ahead, yeah man. no uh anyway <laughs> so this was back i want to say like sophomore year of college so um about like a year after it came out um me and some friends uh we're we were all pretty big we were all into daft punk uh and we were working on a project together for one of our computer science classes and we had started at like you know like five or six and this was at like two in the morning so we've been going for probably like pretty close to 10 hours at yeah everyone point. was pretty delirious it, yeah it was like super late we're all you know sleep deprived and exhausted and when we were doing this we'd have music going and we would pick albums just so we could have it going for a long period of time without having to change anything um and we we had just finished listening to random access memories uh, and it was off of youtube because there wasn't great uh, music streaming options at the time, at least not that we had. Uh, and one of the recommended videos was this thing called Daft Punk meets Strong Bad. I don't know if you guys are familiar. <laughs> oh, with Strong Bad. Okay. That's Star like some sixth grade shit. I, I barely yeah. remember that. <laughs> and so we saw them like, oh, that's weird. I like Strong Bad. Obviously, that's, we like Daft Punk. Funny. Let's check this out. So we put it on, and it's just you know the start of uh, the that first was- the first song off Random Access Memories. I can't think of what it is. Uh, give life sure. back to yeah, give life give back life to back. music. Yeah, give yeah. life back to music, and so it just you know does does its intro, and then like when like the vocals come in instead of the normal vocals, it's an old strong bad song <laughs> called Random Axe. Uh, it was called a uh, Fubu and so it was just like come on a Fubu say come on a Fubu but with like Daft Punk. Like right. the random access memories going on. I don't and even remember what strong bad yeah, sounded and it's like, like but, and it's yeah. like a really good mashup. And so like we're laughing. It's funny that one of my friends was like, "Wait a second, this video is an hour long." Oh my <laughs> god, it's the whole album. Oh my god! And so we just like skip forward <laughs> to like a random part in the middle, and then it's like get lucky, but instead of Pharrell, it's strong bad, <laughs> and we're just like losing our minds at this dis- weird internet discovery. God, at two or three and in the morning. Every single song was synced. Yeah, it was, it was like so much great. effort wow. went into this complete. Is it still up? I might have to look this yeah. up. I hope yeah, so. oh, I, I'm uh, gonna I, check this out. I'll, I'll see if I can find it and I'll send it to you guys. But as far as I know, it's still up. It, it was yeah, It was a combination of like how much effort went into this essentially shit post. Yeah. And yeah. the delirium of you guys having worked on that project for hours and what's hours. The, what's the subreddit that's for just like obscure shit like that? I know there's one. Forget. Uh, oh, it's, it's called like obscure media or something like that. So Eric. Defend yourself. You know, I really, there's not a whole lot to, yeah. to defend. It's pretty easy. Yeah, I mean, so 
homework. Uh, it, it is a really good album, similar to Ben. You know, my standard deviation here is really low. We're talking, you know, out of 10, a couple points, maybe three max divides these guys. And so, I mean, Defunk and Oh Yeah are very, very good tracks that I think hold up. But I think probably my biggest problem with this one is it's just a bit dated and it goes on a bit long for a kind of dated album. Like, full credit to when it came out, it was amazing. But yeah, I just, in 2020, it doesn't quite bring it. Uh, yeah, I I agree with that to some extent, but I I, I still love it. I think I there's actually, a lot of really good. Very much disagree with that, but I'll wait until I go. Over yeah, it. I don't agree. I think it holds up great. I think it holds up as well as any of the other stuff. Um, yeah, no, I. Mm-hmm. For me, it doesn't quite doesn't quite do it, which which does lead me into a live '97, which uh, you know it's almost the same album. the The main difference being that a live '97 kind of devolves into this great live techno performance. And I do think the back half of a live '97 holds up a little better than homework itself and so for for that reason it just works a little bit better for me than the studio record uh you know that that techno set would still go off in the right circles they would be small circles but but in the right circles (laughs) it would still go off uh tron i mean everything's kind of been said it's it's just you can't get away from the fact that it's a movie soundtrack it's an excellent movie soundtrack but if i view it as an album it's kind of weak I will say, though, that the scene in Tron Legacy where Daft Punk are just back there DJing and vibing out is like the only scene in that movie that's any good. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, like, I didn't watch the whole movie. I think my parents rented it once and I watched a few short segments like, yeah, this fucking sucks. But I heard Daft Punk was in it. I didn't even fucking know who Daft Punk was then. I'm like, oh, that's kind of cool that they're in it. That's the clearly the highlight of this film. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I don't even know like, about the I band. think that movie gets kind of well regarded nowadays just because, because of, Daft of Daft Punk, because yeah. of how good that, that score is. Um, so, Random Access Memories, I mean, there's there's a lot of great stuff here. The punchiness just across the whole album is excellent. The, the whole sound, yeah. uh, Giorgio's just an awesome track. It's such a cool concept that they managed to pull off so well. Uh, I, the radio ruined Get Lucky. You know, the, the six-minute yeah, version know. of the song is so much better than the radio edit. Like, It's a good song, yeah. I, I, yeah the, the hearing it a million times definitely brings and, it and down, but it's still a good song. they cut all the stuff that makes it so interesting, and so it just became a very, ugh, the radio yep, did yeah. that song dirty. But yeah. I think... As it do. You know, con- Contact's a great track as well. Touch, I mean, everything we've mentioned, I... I just don't think it quite justifies its hour and fifteen minute runtime. Which I, I totally agree. Yeah, it's long. It's it's. A, I, know, really I know it's pretty long. It's a it's really one hour and fourteen minutes. Oh, yeah, it's, it's too long. long. It shouldn't be that long. It's it's a little much, and and just for me, you know, and, and it's such a, it, it is a very kind of basic take, but it's a little too organic for me for Daft Punk. Uh, it, it makes sense in their discography, you know, doing the whole like kind of robot music but like robot making organic issue i mean it makes sense in the evolution from like homework through discovery or not discovery uh through random access memories but i just i like them to be a little more electronic than that just a hair that's understandable yeah uh, human after all and, and i think this is probably my controversial take i would agree with that um and so would rate your music so <laughs> 
I really yeah, like Yeah, I'm surprised to see it so low album. on Write Your Music, but yeah. And I, I really like this album in the sense of like, one, it, it kind of feels like a continuation off Discovery. But I think this is an album that I give a lot of credit for fulfilling what I assume to be its purpose. And that this, this could be complete bullshit because I'm not Daft Punk. I don't know. But for me, it really feels like, you know, Discovery, they kind of, that was the statement they wanted to make as a band almost. And especially considering how different Random Access Memories is, I feel like De- Discovery kind of, the, the band peaked and they, they kind of reached that point where you either have to redefine yourself or you start getting stale, start getting old. Mm-hmm. And I view Human After All not necessarily as an attempt at a studio album, but I feel like it's kind of, you know, Brandon, you mentioned the tracks don't really feel complete. They kind of feel like ideas that didn't quite get fleshed out. And I think that's exactly what they are. I think they put out an album sort of of ideas, but I think the intention was to generate fresh material for the live set here. And that leads me directly into a live 2007, which just nails it. And, and I think it's important to talk about those two together because I think Human After All is done better in a live 2007 yeah, almost across the board. Yeah, live 2007 definitely gives the songs on Human After All the platform they deserve. And, and so I, I kind of tend to feel like they wrote that album with that in mind. Uh, I don't think that they just like, oops, I accidentally can merge all these songs so greatly. I think Human After All was intentionally designed to fit into a live set of Discovery. And I think that's part of why Alive 2007 comes off as amazingly as it does. Mm-hmm. Because I, 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 I choose to view that as intentional. I could be totally talking out my ass, but that's... That's how it feels to me with the benefit of hindsight and stuff. Alive 2007 is amazing. I mean, the the energy and the freshness they bring to the arrangements, I, I think kind of similar to what Brandon was saying with being one of the best live albums of all time. I think it's important to just think about how different the arrangements are for this than traditional. You know, they're not just playing these tracks. They're kind of reinventing them in a sense. And that's what makes it so great is... Even if you've kind of heard the songs before, you have never heard them in any in this way at all. And the way they managed to make all of the music work together is just awesome. That's part of the reason I give Alive 2007 so much more credit than Alive 97. Is because Alive 97 is just, oh, it's human after all, but live. Right. Um, and I know it's not just that, but it's it can be reduced down to that way more than Alive 2007 can be reduced down to oh it's discovery and human after all and homework together like they're all complete the songs that are used in the the live set are just completely re-engineered like it's an entire it feels like they're entirely different yeah and 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 then on top of that the pacing and everything is so well designed you know you have all the hits spaced perfectly but you still manage to make them all flow into each other using the other tracks and it really just highlights the fact that, you know, they're they're considered all-time great producers and they might be better DJs than they are producers. I, it, yeah. They're just excellent. And then Discovery is probably my least controversial pick. I mean, the, maybe some of the only complaints I could, if I had to pick something, some of the tracks don't quite stand on their own. And uh, maybe Veritas Quo is maybe a hair long. Maybe. I... I, I I didn't include it 
earlier when we were talking about perfect albums, but I think you would have a case. Yeah, I, I think uh, Discovery is could very well be a 10. Um, it's I, I mean, you could certainly argue it. And so for me, it's hard to not give it that one. And then, you know, it compared to Alive 07, you know, I, I said most of my Daft Punk listening is the Alive 07 album. But Discovery also gets a little bit of credit for being the original. Kind of kind of similar to Ben's take in the most extreme way. But, it, you know, Ben took it all the way to the extreme. But but for me, if I, if I come down to those two, I, I have to give the, uh, the original a little bit of credit. Yeah, if I had to, I think I would. If I had to give a numbered score to Discovery, I... The lowest I'd give it's like a 9.9. Yeah, it's... If you're going to complain, it's going to be very minor things. I can I can see Ben doesn't agree with me. But. No, I don't know. But then again, I would give every single album here a seven. So, I mean, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> maybe like literally every single album would get a seven. Like that's how close it was for me. Yeah, I would I would probably give homework like a seven and discovery is a nine and a half to a ten. So it's still a pretty tight range, but a little more spread out for me. Yeah, I, I agree almost completely. And that brings us to. Hello. Our special guest. Um, All right. You don't have anything that like upsets me greatly. Now that you fixed your uh, <laughs> yeah, to Michelle and my credit, we both recognize that 07 was superior to 97. So yes, you got to give us some <laughs> acknowledgement there. So with Tron, I feel like there's not much more to say about that. I feel like we've all kind of touched on the same points as why it's lower in the rankings. Like, it's a great film album, and it truly was the highlight of the movie. I mean, that's not really saying a lot about the movie, but <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, the I have sucked. the same yeah I have the same recollection as Ben uh, when the movie came out. Like everyone was excited about about it, and the only thing that they were really excited about was Daft Punk did the soundtrack. Daft Punk's in it, and now that you know years have passed, that's even that's all people remember about it is oh yeah that's the movie where daft punk did the soundtrack and it's great but when i listen to daft punk i don't want to listen to a movie soundtrack i want to listen to daft punk i think that's pretty fair it's yeah. a good album to study too yeah and that's yeah that's very true um, so, Alive 1997, I think this, I, I do have a little bit of a bias against the, like, a recording of live music. I, I'm very much a person who falls in love with a studio album and listens to it. Like, if I fall in love with it, I'm listening to it on repeat for quite a while. And so, I love what they did with their live albums. Like, they, they truly do their best to reinvent the songs and it's not just you know playing them live which is definitely something that has to happen with an electronic album because otherwise you're going to get people like oh they stood up on a stage and press play so I, I think that's part of the reason why it's it's lower for me although I really really like it um human after all it just it didn't feel as cohesive as other Daft Punk albums feel for me. I, I f feel like what I really like about Daft Punk is what I really like in like Coheed and Cambria is they tell a story with their albums. And I didn't really get that same kind of feeling with Human After All. And this was um, actually the first time I had heard this album. Is it really? Yeah, listening. Hmm. Uh, when I was doing my listening for this episode. 
I just... My main knowledge of Daft Punk before this was, of course, like the popular songs that absolutely everyone knows, and Random Access Memories and Discovery. Those were my, like, two main ones that I had actually heard before. So it was definitely a little jarring to hear Human After All based on what I know of Daft Punk. Just them not having that same kind of thoughtfulness that I associate with them. Now, Live 2007. I actually like despite it being number four i actually really really like this album so good and it was really surprising to me given what i said earlier about not tending not to like recordings of of live shows they truly reinvented each song yeah it really is a uh a completely different experience yeah like you're you're listening to a new album and the fact that like you can hear the audience cheering in the background like it truly it captures the feeling of being at a live concert for me. Yeah. And it, it was, it's an incredible listen. Like I, I did technically rank it a little low, but it's going to be something that I come back to and listen to and just enjoy and find new things to hear every single time. Because I listened to this a couple of times and every single time it was like, Oh shit, that was cool. I didn't hear that before. So then we get to to homework. And when I first started listening to this, this was the first time I had like listened to homework in its entirety as well. And this is where I disagree with Eric. Um, I was actually struck by how modern it sounded. Um, And I think where I felt that was how, again, how influential Daft Punk is. Mm -hmm. You can hear so many influences of Daft Punk from this album in modern music. It sounds, it it definitely doesn't sound like it necessarily came out this year, but like if I had never heard it before, I didn't know who Daft Punk is, and you told me like, oh yeah, this is an album that came out two years ago, I'd be like, all right, yeah, I believe that. I know, kind of like with uh, modern influences, I know one album that we both, uh, that we both love this year, that there are some very Daft Punk and uh, style beats is Dua Lipa's album. Like, yeah. So. Yeah, I th- and I think if I could just inter- uh, throw one thought in there is that, like, I I think there's two ways that a that an old album can sound that can hold up well, and one is if it like actually sounds modern, like if it sounds like oh that could have been made today, and the other way is if it doesn't necessarily sound modern, but it's such high quality and it's so well done at what mm-hmm. it does, it's not like some dumb fad that sounded good in the '70s or '80s or '90s that that doesn't sound good anymore. But no, it's something high quality that it may not sound modern, but it still holds up really well. And that's kind of how I felt yeah. about homework. Yeah, there's there's so much value in homework that continues to be expanded upon today in music that's coming out every single day. Like Brandon was saying, like with Dua Lipa, like you can hear the influences. Yeah, I'll definitely and give I you think... modern in the sense of how mm-hmm. influential it was. That that's yeah. It definitely shares a lot of a lot of themes and sonic kind of qualities with a lot of modern stuff that was heavily inspired by that sound. Mm-hmm. You'd be pretty hard pressed to argue homework's not an influential yeah. album. Yeah. <laughs> I just think when I think of modern electronic, I'm thinking like elec- against all logic or something, which mm-hmm. is it's it's quite a bit further down the road than than homework. But yeah, from yeah. like an all music standpoint, yeah, I mean certainly from an influence side. I also feel like that's my feelings about it sounding more modern than say like you think Eric is also because I'm not particularly knowledgeable about electronic music. 
I didn't really get into it that much. I, I still don't necessarily seek it out as a genre when I'm like, oh, I'm going to go listen to new music. Let me pick a genre. Um, so that may be another part of the reason why it still sounds so modern to me. Um, but then moving on to uh, Random Access Memories, which was my introduction to Daft Punk. Ooh, interesting. So I, of course, had heard, you know, Harder, Better, Faster, Stronger. I'd heard Around the World. That Kanye song? <laughs> you joke, but that is the first time I heard. No, that, uh, that honestly, word. I heard "Stronger" by Kanye before I heard. Yeah. Oh, so uh, I think every, just about everyone who wasn't already a Daft Punk fan probably did. And I heard the Kanye version way, way before I heard the original. Yeah. So um, you guys are all filthy casuals, remember, and I'm right confirmed. Shut the fuck up. I mean, I, I've admitted many you times to being a filthy shit. casual on the show. Uh, you can't give me an opportunity but, to say something like that and expect me not to take it. I mean, that is 100%. But, um, yeah, I, I remember, you know, being on the bus in middle school and hearing Kanye, hearing yeah. Stronger, and that was the first, first little taste of Daft Punk I had ever heard. Um... Stronger bangs though. It it does, oh, it yeah, does. It's, it's a, a great, great track. It's not Kanye's yeah. best song. And it gives though. me you're another off your ass when you think that's the case. My favorite Kanye song. <laughs> yeah, you're an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck. But um, Random Access Memories was my first true introduction to Daft Punk, where I heard the entire album front to back, and I I fell in love with it. It was incredible. It was. I let me go ahead and take a look really quick, but I want to double check. Yeah, I fell in love with Instant Crush, I think was the first song that oh, I really... With, uh, oh, yeah. with uh, Julian Casablanca's, right? Yeah, yeah. Mm, that yeah, was the first yeah. one that I really, really loved off the album that wasn't just like, oh, yeah, I heard Get Lucky on the radio. Right, yeah. It's... I, I think it's just a phenomenal album. I think that they mesh the vocals from the different features on the album with the classic Daft Punk sound so well. Yeah. But also still... Yeah adding new Daft Punk sound, if that makes any sense. Like, because this album was so unexpected for Daft Punk, but it still felt like going back and after listening to this whole thing, it still sounds like Daft Punk. Yeah. Like, yeah no one absolutely. could argue the features, that. The features mesh into the Daft Punk universe rather than, oh, yeah. here's, a, here's uh, Pharrell here's Williams. Here's Daft Punk, but some right. guy's singing while Daft Punk's yeah. playing. They did the a only, really good the job only of that. part on that album that does that to me is uh, Pharrell's falsetto mm-hmm. on the other song he features mm-hmm. on that's not Oh, oh, you know what? Lose yourself to dance. I I totally agree. Lose yourself to dance. That one's a little bit annoying. I don't think it's bad. I just think Pharrell's falsetto is not that great. I agree. That's really it's a little distracting. That does get a little repetitive for me, and I yeah yeah. That's the for the most part though. But these are again nitpicks, you know. Exactly. Like it's still a phenomenal album. I still like even despite that criticism. I'm I would never say like oh yeah that ruins this album. Like no, not even close. Um, then Discovery. Discovery is my top choice. That's what made me truly fall in love with Daft Punk. I, I liked Daft Punk a lot after I heard Random Access Memories. And then I heard Discovery. And I... It, it was just incredible. Um, I really love Digital Love off that song, which honestly, it reminds me a lot of Instant Crush. Um, it kind of has the same feel, the same like, emotional feel to it. Like, with Digital Love, it really captures the feeling of, like, early fleeting love, like a crush 
like just that happy bubbly like anything could happen mm-hmm. and discovery just it more than any other album i feel tells a story as a whole and that's not even getting into the fact that there's a literal movie long music video for the whole album and it's so good it. and it's so good <laughs> have you guys I was seen not it? aware no i was not aware oh, of you that. have to it's watch really, it okay. it's really good, good. it's it's, it's cool. kind of it's weird and great and it's very daft punk yeah absolutely i 100 can uh recommend watching it and one of the things that you had said during uh your uh album explanations was that you felt that this album transitioned into like slower songs really well it it's also captured in the movie that's cool yeah it's it's really neat the kind of story that they managed to tell and there's no actual dialogue mm-hmm. in the movie it's all just the music playing oh cool i'll have to check that out yeah i can definitely see what you're i've tried to pick up on it more actually seeing that but yeah as far as the story goes like there's a there's an arc there of some sort yeah it's yeah. it's it's just a really cool album with a lot of really interesting sounds and experimental things that really work. And I just think it's the pinnacle of what they've achieved. It's Discovery is Daft Punk. Like if you're if you're wanting to introduce someone to Daft Punk, I would show them Discovery and say this is this is what they are. This is kind of the core of what they strive to be. I would take that one step further. If you're trying to introduce someone to electronic music, yeah. Discovery might be a, a good choice. It's a good take, it. yeah. Isn't that Is risky, any- though? Because then they just listen to the best electronic album of all time. It's only downhill <laughs> from there, according to you. I mean, I mean, maybe. Maybe, but isn't it worth it to hear Discovery? <laughs> no, but you're supposed to build up to it. You, I mean, you give them like a, a B-level album. <laughs> no, yeah. I'm, I'm joking. <laughs> but, but that kind of answer, like, I was going to ask you guys, like, I'm new to this, uh, to this group, so I was, obviously there seems to be consensus around Discovery, and I was going to ask, you know, like, what is it about this album that makes it, uh, you know, stand alone above the rest? Because I didn't pick mm-hmm. up on it. But I think, I think what you just talked about kind of sort of answers that for me. I just... Random Access Memories was my introduction, got me interested. Discovery made me fall in love. Yeah. It, for me, it's just, it's everything about Daft Punk done as good as Daft Punk's ever done. Mm-hmm. Just looking over here at the mean ranking for averaging out all four of our takes, and it just produces the most basic bitch list I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> our mean ranking, starting from the top, Discovery, Random Access Memories, Alive 07, Homework, Human After All, Tron Legacy, and Alive 97 is the most filthy casual list I've ever seen. Yeah, it's, it, yeah, it is. Who <laughs> Who is closest What's the to standard? rate your music? Oh, yeah, good question. We always do that um, one, don't we? Honestly, none of us were that close. I don't know. I'm I pretty guess. close. Uh, oh wait, actually, no, I'm looking I, at the mean. Sorry, I'm, Alive actually, I'm the closest. Is this strangely time. placed on that what one for that? me. What is Alive ninety seven on Rate Your Music is pretty high. Honestly, I think a lot of Daft Punk's music is underrated. Yeah, but that's on, be, that's because um, music. that's because we're just going by the score. Uh, it's not factoring in like how many rankings it has. Like, I, I bet you, if you looked at their like their adjusted algorithm, it would produce something that makes more sense like alive 2007 mm-hmm. like it has a 4.06 but i guarantee you there's probably not that many rankings of it compared oh, to like discovery are there okay i mean alive yeah. 07 is a pretty popular electronic album okay yeah i'm gonna look it up right now 
Okay. Yeah. Uh, Alive 2007 has 5,000 ratings. Holy shit. That's okay. that's a lot. Uh, How does that compare to the like other this? ones, though? Uh, Discover uh, Homework has 11,000. Discovery has 20,000. Human After All has 7,000. Tron okay. Legacy has 3,000. And Random Access Memories has 5,000. Gotcha. So, so I, I guarantee you, if you factored in... Um, if you factor it in how many rankings they have, I guarantee you alive and the two alives would go much lower than they are now. That's based um, on the algorithm. Well, uh, factoring that in, uh, discovery would definitely be number one. Oh yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. Yep. I don't know if alive would fall any further. Than that. All right. Uh, anyway, uh, it is time for the hot take award. Now, uh, we need to defend ourselves guys. Cause we have not won a hot take award yet. Oh, like, it in the it? I guess. Oh right. yeah. Well, what, what, let's see. both Sarah and Adrian won it. So That's can we right. defend ourselves and defend our honor this time? No. no, no remind winner. me again. What is the hot? T- what's the mathematical uh, calculation for it? Biggest again? the difference between your ranking and rate your music. Gotcha. All right. So the hot take award winner is Ben. Oh yes. <laughs> All right. With Alive 2007. I mean, that is actually a hot take. Like, I'd like to. That is a, I'd like to thank. I'd like to thank my family. I really don't like around the world. Eh, yeah, that's understandable. That it's in the context of Daft Punk, maybe. Like, it's, it's not one of my favorite true. Daft Punk songs. You know what? I, I love the instrumental like part of Around the World, but when they just say Around the World. 20 billion yeah. times at the end. Yeah. It gets a little annoying. That said, the instrumental part is fantastic. No, what about Robot Rock, though? <laughs> <laughs> that I, one doesn't bother me as much. So when when I we originally um, proposed this idea and Brandon asked me if I wanted to guest on this, um, I had brought up that I don't like Around the World. And he's like, yeah, but you have, have you heard it on the Alive album? And I was like, well, no. <laughs> it does and fucking really right, though. It. He's not wrong. Like, yeah. It's it. a lot better. Uh, I like it a lot more, but uh, I still, I just, I don't like that song. And I will, I'm going to end this with a question, hypothetical question. Okay. Uh, do you think we have heard the last of Daft Punk, or do you think they'll come out with something eventually? I feel like Daft Punk is like Miyazaki. They're going to say that they're done, and they're always going to fucking come Yeah, back. I think they'll come out with another album. Yeah, I, I think, I think they I don't know, at least but one more. If I, had a, if I was a betting man, I would, I would place it on yes. I, I just hope they do. Daft Punk, if you're listening. Please. 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 But, um, yeah, that's it. Um, thank you for joining us. Of course. I had fun. Yeah. I got to uh, listen to Daft Punk, which was fantastic. Which is fucking amazing. Uh, thank you all for listening. Uh, next up on our uh, full discography ranking, we are doing the legendary pop rock band, The Beatles. The I, um, Beatles. Formerly I'm known so as the Quarrymen. This one could be spicy. This, I feel this like that could one's going to be hella It spicy. could be. I'm looking boy. forward to it. Yeah, it's the first time that I'll actually be, like, doing everything. Because I'm pretty versed in the Beatles, but not, not, not 100%. I'm not as versed in the Beatles as most people would probably guess. I've listened to most of it, but I've listened to most of it, like, one time. Yeah. No, I, I'm very excited to listen to it all. And I'm very excited to discuss. And I, I feel like that might be an angry one again. I, yeah, like, I hope it oh, is. Yeah. yeah. I feel like there's going to be lots of yelling. The rage. Slamming things around. <laughs> your guest is going to get real mad. Oh, yeah, it's yeah. going to be. Your guest is going to be so mad. It's going to be helter skelter. <laughs> oh, beautiful. 
Um, Anyway, uh, we'll wrap it up there. Thank you all very much for listening. And uh, join us next time. Have a good night. Bye.